Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop, as we like to call it here in the North Country, and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. My dad's uncle, my great-uncle Frank, was one of the coolest people I have ever met. He was my grandpa's brother. He never married, and he lived alone in a trailer behind the post office in a small town of 368 people. Most of those town people were related to me in some way or another. We always would joke that before dating a boy from there, you needed to do a family tree in history to make sure you weren't related and they weren't your cousin. And half the time they were. Uncle Frank was a quiet soul. He was soft-spoken and always liked to visit with my mom and dad. We had a cabin on the lake near where my parents were raised and the town my uncle lived in. So we saw him just about every weekend we went up to the cabin. I remember we would drive into town down Main Street to the cafe on the corner. It was called the Boston Cafe because the owner, Hannah, had been to a grad sale and found a globe-shaped sign that lit up with the Boston Cafe written on it. So she proudly displayed it, and that sign was on the corner of that building for a lot of years, even after the Boston Cafe closed. The Boston Cafe was a place to go for great home cooking and baked goods. Hannah had made everything in the morning from scratch, and it was always fresh and delicious. At noon, the town's siren would sound, and people would gather at the Boston to eat lunch, rest a bit, and catch up on the latest news. It was a small place with about eight booths and a few counter stools, and sometimes could get pretty crowded. But no one was ever turned away. People would just scoot over and crowd into the booth. We usually pulled into town right after the supper hour on Friday evening when it was pretty quiet at the Boston. My dad would look in the window to see if my Uncle Frank's hat was hanging on the hook near the booth where he always sat. If it was, he'd run in and let Uncle Frank know we were out at the cabin for the weekend. And then Uncle Frank would hop in his VW van and would follow us out to the cabin. There my mom would put on coffee and set out some coffee cake or some kind of dessert, and they would just sit and visit. Eventually my mom would go to bed and I can remember lying in bed at night just listening to the waves from the lake hitting the rocks on the shoreline and maybe, you know, I'd hear a loon crying out and my dad and Uncle Frank just quietly visiting into the wee hours of the night. The next morning I'd wake up and Uncle Frank would be gone only to return again around supper time. I often wondered what they talked about like for so many hours at a time. My Uncle Frank was a great outdoorsman and a hunter. He and my dad spent many times together out hunting grouse and quail and pheasant. My brothers, who were older than I was, oftentimes got to go hunting with them. They'd come back exhausted and happy. I always wondered what they did out there or what they talked about, but I was too little to go, and I wanted to go so bad and see what the big deal was about hunting with my dad and Uncle Frank. Finally, one year, when I was about 12, I was camping up north with my parents, and Uncle Frank met us at the campsite. We were pretty far into the wilderness, like away from everything. We had pulled over on an old logging road and were camping there. It was near a river, so I was happy I could go fishing wherever I wanted. My only glimpse of a fish that time, though, was the one that jumped in the air, caught my lure in its mouth, and bit the line and took off. 
One morning, my dad and Uncle Frank were getting ready to head out hunting, and my Uncle Frank asked if I wanted to go. I can't even describe the excitement I was feeling that I finally got to go with them. I got ready and off we went, my dad and Uncle Frank walking and quietly talking while they circled and zigzagged every which way into the brush, the bramble, and the thick northern woods. It seemed like forever I was following them, paying some attention to the directions we were headed, but trusting they knew where they were going and how to get back out of the woods. It seemed like forever that I had been following along, but eventually they stopped for a bit. That day, I don't think much hunting was happening between them. They were more enjoying a walk in the woods and just good conversation with each other. After a long walk into the woods, Uncle Frank said it was time to go home, and it was my job to get us back to the camper. He turned to me and said, find your way home. He looked at my dad, and I saw a little twinkle in my dad's eye, and he just nodded. I started walking, not too confident I knew where I was going. I just knew that we had zigged and zagged and walked in circles for a good part of the morning. But I did find our boot prints and some broken bent branches, and I just kept walking with all the confidence of a little lost puppy sniffing its way back to its mama. To my disbelief and surprise, soon I was staring at the camper through the woods. My Uncle Frank just smiled and walked past me back to the camper. My dad gave me a proud smile, too, and followed Uncle Frank. I ran to catch up to them, still amazed I found my way. To this day, 50 years later, I often think about that day, finding my way home to the camper. It was sort of a rite of passage into no longer being a little kid. I was led somewhere not familiar, somewhere new, and told to find my way home. I struggled. I tripped over logs. I fell. But I managed. I often wonder if Uncle Frank and my dad had planned that life lesson, or it just happened naturally. I won't ever know for sure, as they both have been gone from this life for a long time. But the other day, while I was talking to my 85-year-old aunt, she told me a similar story of hunting with Uncle Frank. I just had to smile. Over the years, I have often thought back to that time in the wilderness. I didn't know where I was. I had no compass or GPS to get me home but I had my dad and my Uncle Frank walking behind me, ready to help guide me if needed, but never once did they interfere with the life lesson that was unfolding. That day, I was shown my internal compass, the one that has guided me out of the wilderness and back home so many times in life. I was taught to trust in the walk. The journey will always get me back home if I just trust that internal compass. <laughs> You've been listening to the podcast of Solid Rock, Minnesota. We're honored and happy you've taken the time from your busy day to give us a listen. If you've enjoyed spending a few minutes with us, please tell your family and friends to stop by and check us out. Feel free to leave a comment here and subscribe to the Solid Rock, Minnesota podcast. You can also stop by and visit our website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. And don't forget about our Minnesota postcard campaign. When we receive your message and address, we'll send you an official, authentic Minnesota postcard, personally addressed to you from Solid Rock, Minnesota. It's just a chance for us to connect on a personal level with each one of you that's been listening to our podcast this year. There's absolutely no strings attached. We'll not send any solicitation or requests for donations, or we won't even keep your address if you don't want to stay in touch with us. You decide what you want to do. We will just send you a Minnesota postcard with a USA stamp and delete your address. 
We are trying to hear from our listeners around the world. Just message us here or on the Solid Rock Minnesota website at www.solidrockminnesota.com. Until next time, may you be surrounded with life, laughter, family, and friends, people that truly know you. Many blessings, everyone.